That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carosa. With me, as always, is my co-host. It's your boy, Chris Mejia. And we have been gone a minute. So thank you for sticking it out and waiting for our, our return. We launched this new format where we're not covering Bachelor anymore. And we're just doing rom-coms. We dropped three episodes on you guys. And we're just like, oh, things got away from us. So uh, we apologize for the delay on a new episode. But we are We back, dropped the format baby. and apparently dropped the dropped idea the sh- of consistently dropping episodes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At least the bachelor was like, there's an urgency to it. Like, no, no, no. We got to record on Tuesday because otherwise it's not fresh anymore. This is kind of like we bring on a guest. We talk about a movie, you know, stuff like that. And speaking of bringing on a guest this week, uh, a recommendation from the beloved, our our sweet, sweet angel, Mia Jackson. Mia texted me one night was like, you got to have this guy on the podcast. Not only is he hilarious, but he loves romantic comedies. Ladies and gentlemen. Byron Austin joins us this evening. Hello, Byron. Mike, Chris, thanks for having me, y'all. Hey, thanks for doing the podcast, buddy. Appreciate you being on. Before we get too far in, let people know where they can follow you online, mm-hmm. what you want them to check out of yours. Uh, if, if anything's coming in the pipeline, anything you want to say right off the bat so folks know what to Google while they're just chilling listening to the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Instagram is mostly... Uh, where I post uh, shows and things like that. So uh, mm-hmm. at Byron Austin Comedy, B Y R O N Austin, like Texas, mm-hmm. comedy. Uh, and YouTube, uh, I have a channel going there. I, uh, I'm, I'm making a trip out of town where I'm going to be posting a lot of uh, new content. Uh, so okay. I'm going to be in Texas for most of December. Uh, I'm going to be at Dallas Comedy Club on Dallas 8th nice. and 9th. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to be in Austin. I'm mostly going to be hanging with friends. Uh, I sp- pretty much spend most of my adult life in Austin. But I got I a few shows lined up at the Creek in the Cave. And hey, the shout Room. out to Colton Dowling. Colton, hey, Colton was uh, one of the first people I met when I started doing comedy. I technically started in Austin. Uh, okay. But not... Uh, but not when Austin is anything like it is now. Like it, is, it, it went crazy. I was in Vegas, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of coming up before I went to New York. Uh, but yeah, Colton, uh, I remember because we had, <laughs> uh, he had a shirt that I had the same exact shirt. And we kind of, <laughs> that's how we connected over this random shirt that we both had. Uh, Sounds about right. That man so, is fun. He'll turn oh, anything dude. into a very nice interaction. I really love that guy. Shout out to Colton and the Creek of the Shout Cave. Shout out outside. to Colton Dowling. Um, but yeah, uh, at Byron Austin Comedy, uh, find me on Instagram uh, and uh, also YouTube. And yeah, like I say, more content will be coming on the way. Um, that's me in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. Well, there you have it. Just make sure you check out. It was at Byron Austin Comedy. Is that right? Mm-hmm. You got it. At Byron Austin Comedy, make sure to follow on socials and to keep an eye on that sweet new content coming straight from Austin, Texas itself. Austin yeah. and Austin, baby. Uh, Byron, yeah, there it is. before we get into telling everybody what movie we're going to be talking about with you today, Chris, do you have anything to, to plug or anything to tell our viewers about? You know, I do, actually, because, uh, uh-huh. you know, hold on. <clears throat> oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. I was gonna. I, I swear to God, 
you said before this there was no bachelor news and you reach for your fucking i was actually about to say there is but then i realized i was thinking of love is blind that there's news uh-huh. in that realm but not no, the bachelor you. universe um uh, no so uh yeah, uh, I would say uh, if you're ever coming through the Seattle area, pull up to the show that I co-run with the homie Bo Johnson, who's been a guest on this podcast. Good mm-hmm. comedy. Uh, we're actually going to be next week announcing a really big thing, uh-huh. uh, but we can't say just yet. So all I'm going to say is tune in to the gram on November 30th for uh-huh. a special announcement. All I will hint at is that it is a repeat of something big that we did last year. Uh, Aha! So that's, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, so, and eagle-eared listeners, well, is that really even the saying? Uh, listeners who are paying attention will know exactly what this is. Exactly. So, <laughs> it is, uh, it's going to be dope. It's going to be cool. Oh, um, yeah. Austin, we're also going to be doing something in your city really soon, too. Uh, wait, Byron, when did right. you say you're going to be in Austin? Uh, I'm going to be in Austin Pretty much from December 11th through the 18th. Ah, goddamn. Okay, I'm gonna be there next week. I was about to say. Ah, uh, close, close. But uh, but yeah, uh, look, look out for that. And then obviously, uh, at Chris Mia Comedy on Instagram and TikTok, at Topher Mia on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, and then Mikey, sweetie, baby, honey, my lover. Where can people find you? Well, don't forget, we're also on uh, Twitter and Instagram at We Didn't Get a Rose. Although we're not covering live episodes of The mm-hmm. Bachelor anymore, there's still stuff going no on more. over there. Uh, at Mike Carroza, M I K E C A R R O Z Z A on Twitter and Instagram. Check out my link tree for some fun stuff. I'll be uh, doing a show with uh, with Dave Ross on December 5th at uh, yeah. Montreal Improv. Dave Ross and Ismail Lutfi are on tour, and I'm helping out with a, with a date out here and in Toronto. <laughs> And uh, I'm I should be on the weekend of the 30th to the second at the Montreal Comedy Nest uh, working with John Roy on one of those dates. Uh, Love working with John. Very, very funny comedian. And uh, you know what? I got some other stuff cooking, um, but it's only pertinent if you like Magic the Gathering. So I've got a new podcast coming out based on my column that I write for CommandersHerald.com called Am I the Bullcast? We're finally ready to launch, and we've got some big names in the magic universe. But if I said them here and you guys didn't know them, you'd be like, whoa, he's saying them as though we should know them. And the answer is, yeah, you should. Jimmy Wong, Rachel Weeks, Dana Roach. A lot of good names, but you guys don't know what that means because this is not the magic (laughs) podcast world. Uh, But that's coming very soon. Uh, we're expected to announce next week, but you know, I expect there's not really much crossover between <laughs> this podcast and that realm. So shout out to everybody who listens to that and might be interested in listening to the other thing. And also I was just on an episode of will you accept this rose with Arden Marine. So check out that uh, episode. It just dropped today. Uh, so it would have dropped yesterday rather. And uh, yeah, I mean, keep an eye on the Instagram, keep an eye on Twitter. We're doing stuff, baby. Keep an eye on things and uh, stay silly, baby. Now that we've got the plugs out of the way, the plugs are gone. We don't have to do them at the end. We could if we want to. But why would we want to do that when we have something much, much better to talk about? Byron, will you do the honors and tell our, our listening audience what movie you have chosen to bring to us the We Didn't Get a Rose podcast to talk about rom-coms? In my opinion... Probably the best rom-com ever. Heavy on the comedy. 
Okay. Wedding Crashers. Big wedding talk. Crashers. Okay. Best rom com. It's very Ever. funny. It's I mean, very funny. It when we if we're if we're heavy on the comedy, it's it's up there above pretty much all of them. Yeah, and and yes, get this. I will have to say it's one of the top rom coms in terms of comedy. But in it, terms of giving us a lead that we could really give a shit about, ooh, that's a tough sell when you look at it with some more critical eyes. You oh, know, boy. and it's because, you know, Owen Wilson is like, is he attractive? Is he not? The nose kind of throws you off a little bit. I get it. I get it. <laughs> No, no, no. It's it's more the it's more the being a scumball the entire time. He's like a, he's awful the whole way through. He's not a good friend. He's all this. He and the thing is, oh. Vince Vaughn real charming, also a sleazebag, but really charming and funny. Okay, I'm starting to real. Okay, so first and foremost, I just want to say up? I've I've never seen this movie before. You've so never seen it. I've never seen it. Oh, so, so you're not coming at it first with like- time. So I'm I'm I I will say I'm coming at it with like modern day Chris Mejia eyes. I don't uh-huh. have that. I watched it in high school first, uh-huh. so I could appreciate it. You know, at because I realized when watching this movie, it's a product of its time. Uh, Absolutely, 2005, baby. It's, Same year Criminal a- Minds came out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's your measurement of, of because time. I'm binge watching all of Criminal Minds right now. This what movie is, came okay. out at the same well, time as Wedding Crashers, baby. I feel like same that year. in Suits, people are just like, I can't I can't escape people talking about it. Well, yeah, I mean, Criminal Minds is on Disney Plus now. That's probably what it is. And then Suits is just like, I guess... Uh, uh, the, it's on the, Netflix. It's on, well, Netflix for you guys. It's, it, it, it's not no, on Netflix for us. How y'all, how y'all have free health care? We got different no Netflix. I don't eight. fucking know, dog. I don't know. They're not good to us. Like, what do you want from me? I'm not. Oh, yeah. Let me fucking call Netflix and be like, why don't you guys have the same shit as in America? You guys yeah, really have to have different that? contracts per country? Fucking yeah. animals. They yeah, got health care. Get you dough on the phone. And a better VPN. Yeah. Well, I do have a good VPN, but it's still just like they, they, um, they they've started being like, hey, you, not only are you not at your home, uh, but also we realize that you're uh, on a VPN, so we're gonna just go ahead and shut down your account. They can do that shit. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't like it either. Remember when uh, when that whole thing happened with Netflix, where people started unsubscribing and they were like, hey, uh, guess what? You're gonna have to pay per person. And uh, it's oh, going to sign yeah. you out if you're not it like backfired on them. Yeah, backfired because people were like, hey, what about my kid that's off to college and they use our Netflix account that we pay for for even just like the family share plan? They were like, yeah, well, they have to come home every month to like reset that. And people were like, nah, fuck it. Pirate Bay. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, but yeah, they, they rolled that out in Canada. There was no ra- way around it. That's like in effect here. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, Netflix fucking sucks. I don't don't like like it either, Byron. I don't like it either. And you know what? I say to Netflix, somebody take this fucking keyboard away from me. And to Netflix, I say, uh, I think you're a wonderful organization. uh, And I think you do nothing but great things. And, you know, just coincidentally, if you're ever booking the next season of a stand-up show, your boy is available. And uh, why not book a comedian who aligns with your company values? <laughs> mm, mm. Hey, I yeah, think yeah, you yeah, got, yeah. I, I don't know, man. You know, I, I, my thing is, 
they're fucking up my family plan. You know, me and my brothers, like one gets Netflix, one of us has yes, Hulu, exactly. I have HBO, you know, and, and we all share. Exactly. That's, that's how it should, it should be. be. You know, and it, these streaming the services. Rotation. That's the I other thing. Is like they brought cable back. They brought cable back. The one thing that they, they came in to disrupt anyway. Now there's none of the regulation. And then it's also like, hey, guess what? Now, um, now, now that we have everything cornered, you guys can't do that. Yeah. Get your own packages together. You're like, all right, I'm going back to where the internet left off, and I can just download movies for free. That's that's where we should all just go back to the 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 the, the mid arts, you know? Oh yeah, mid arts where everybody was just ripping everything from online oh. and nobody was paying for shit. We should just go mm. back there. Go back I'm just that. now realizing Bring that back. Bring stream. <laughs> I'm just not realizing that streaming services is the only time Republicans are okay with socialism. Yo, <laughs> yo, write it down. What a realization. Yeah. Holy shit. Hold on. I'm going to text. That's that to fun. Myself. Is that, but it is, I hope that's not something somebody's hit on yet, but man, that's funny. That's good. Um. But anyway, what I was going to say I was, uh, if you I'm... offer them free guns, they take it too. Oh yeah. 1,000%. <laughs> Wait, you mean uh, this thing's untraceable and I don't got to pay for it? Russia might be on to something. <laughs> they ain't so bad. <laughs> uh, but no, what I was going to say was I I never saw this movie when when it came because it came right, out back to the movie. 2005. So I was in middle school um, and I just think I'll never forget because I in eighth grade, I did tennis uh, for my middle school slash high school uh, and uh i would show up to the, i've never actually played any games i kept showing up the practices i and then after a while i was like this sucks and then i just stopped going but i was <laughs> i was going to the practices long enough where i got to be in the yearbook photo but i never competed in any matches um <laughs> but uh yeah i remember i bring that up because we were at uh the, the rec center that we would need to go outside of school to go practice tennis at Kelly Reck, uh, while in the bathroom, one of the older kids who was on the varsity team of for tennis, uh, he was like changing, getting ready while two other boys were like joking with him and they were talking about wedding crashers and he just kept quoting the meatloaf line. Oh uh, my God, of all lines. Where he's just going like, <laughs> mom, where's my meatloaf? Fuck! And it was just like, <laughs> okay, I guess this movie must be comedy gold or something based off of how hard they're laughing. Uh, and I watched it last night and uh, I almost fell asleep. No, you oh, didn't. Man. Yeah, I no, almost you fell didn't. asleep. Mm-hmm. Shut up. There, I said it. I said it. You're, uh, I'm going to say this. You're a little fucking loser, dog. You get, almost <laughs> fell asleep. Almost fell asleep watching Wedding Crash. Hey, it's not one of those movies to sleep to if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man. That's uh, that's that's pretty erroneous to quote the movie. Yeah, erroneous. I, erroneous. erroneous. Both counts. <laughs> I, I, so I will say probably the part I enjoyed the most was uh-huh. the montage in the beginning when they're like running a con on all of these weddings. Okay, uh, that was probably the part where I'm like, this is funny. And then once it got to like the actual, which hold on, first and foremost, what fucking wedding, like. Uh-huh. You have a wedding and then you just invite two strangers to your house when you're a fucking you, we'll get into it. We'll get into no, it. No, 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 no. Well, you have to suspend now. belief. You have to suspend. But it this is Hollywood, baby. You gotta suspend belief. 
That's what we're here for. First of all, like you every, say, every rom-com, you have to suspend belief because these things don't happen in real life. Yeah. Nope. Nope. So, nope. It's Sorry, exactly it. no, no. I'm with you. Suspend your disbelief, buddy. It's it, it's the same. It's like literally a movie. First of all, second of all, they go through how they plan it. They say, "Hey, we're the guys who are like part of the family. Are we sent an RSVP or whatever? Like, you know, we're in. There's a table yeah. for us. You know what I mean? They have an updated family tree. They have a whole system. Also, real quick, the guy who was poor, who looked like Owen Wilson, could get a girl who was rich. He looked like Rachel McAdams. Like, come on, (laughs) suspend your belief a little. Also, are they poor? Yeah, divorce lawyers. They make good money. They were mediators. They weren't poor, but you know, they weren't. According to Wikipedia, they are. Oh yeah, they are mediators. That hold on a second. That first scene didn't solidify it for you that you were in for a good ride. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Come, Come on, on man. now. One of the funniest lines in movie Unbelievable. <laughs> the whole back and forth between Owen Wilson oh, and Oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> oh, you... <laughs> Did you start the movie asleep? Did you start asleep? Were you high? Is that how you approached it? take an edible before you watch the movie? Like, what's... I was high when I watched it again last night. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's My I girlfriend definitely... is with Chris, by the way. My girlfriend did not like it as much. She had never seen it. I definitely, I definitely heard you shut your mouth when you're talking to me and thought, yep, that's how you say it. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think the thing that people feel takes wedding crashers out of the rom-com category is because they're sleaze, they're sleaze balls. Right, right, right. My thing is every rom-com starts with a lie. They okay. all start with a well, lie. Well, so what I will appreciate what I do appreciate about this movie is that a lot of rom-coms that are beloved have characters who are outright scumbags, but the yeah, movie makes them Wars. the movie scumbags. makes them appear yes. as like an angel or a saint. Right. Whereas yes, with absolutely. this movie, this makes no movie, mistake. Right out of the gate, they're like they're scumbags. But the thing is, is that they for me, they weren't lovable scumbags no okay but hold up you, a second. you have you have the redemption arc there's that there's also no they are lovable scumbags hold on let me hit you with this first of all no chris i will not have it you're not <laughs> look obviously you're not watching this in 2005 clearly you don't have that nostalgia for it so like uh-huh. this level of scumbaggery in 2005 was just kind of like ah these guys they're just fucking having a good time they're uh-huh. having a laugh you know, they're selling a fantasy and they're getting out of there. You know what I mean? It's ah, whatever. And then now you're like, these guys are fucking pigs. And you're like, back then, you're also like, these guys are fucking pigs. But it's also like, oh, we're in on the joke. It's just a little movie. Mm-hmm. No, people who actually started wedding crashing after this movie came out, those guys fucking suck. And a lot of people got arrested. All right. So like, <laughs> did that really? Was, did that become oh, a yeah. thing? Oh, it oh, became yeah. a thing. Oh, it, it became a-, a thing. It's a whole culture. This movie's a whole culture, man. Yeah. This movie set off a whole like wave of people trying to wedding crash and then realizing just how much like how how much it takes to first of all convince people that you're supposed to be there at a place where like meals are being served to the extent that the movie goes. So it ends up being like people crashing weddings and showing up when everybody's dancing or whatever. But then people being like, Hey, how do you know about this thing? It's like, Yeah, you gotta go, dude. Like you're not supposed to be here. That's kind of like right. how it is. People realizing oh. they're losers way late in the game in real life. 
Yeah. Well, only Maroon I, Five gets to crash a, rat, a wedding and get away with it. Yeah, Adam Levine just has to take off his shirt, and people are like, "We like this guy. Let's make him stick around, and we'll ignore his long-haired friend in the back." Well, uh, what I was gonna say was one thing that, like, to be I understand we have to we have to suspend or suspend our disbelief. Disbelief. There you go. Uh, yeah. I understand that, but. The thing that's the most unbelievable aspect of this movie, and I've only, I will say this, I've oh only my been God. to what like. What kind of fucking silly shit are you about I've to been say? to f- maybe four or five weddings in my life. Not once did anyone ask who the fuck I was when I was at the wedding. Because like, they knew you. N- Buddy, no, I've asked no, people who the fuck they were at weddings. I, I've i been okay. to like 40 of them in my lifetime. I, I just recently officiated a wedding, walked into the room, and uh, the only people who knew I was officiating was the wedding party. Mm-hmm. So everyone else, when I walked in, no one was like, hey, what's your name? Like, no one had a checklist. No one was like, hey, how do you know the family? Nothing. Yeah, but look well, at I mean, these guys sure in the movie. At the reception, they would have. Thank you. Yeah, no, these guys in the movie are like rubbing elbows with the bride on the fucking dance floor, and they're probably like... That was so ballsy. The fact that you're like talking to the bride and groom like that with their cake part mm-hmm. like aren't you supposed to crash the wedding but not bring attention to yourself like that i mean look here's the thing we're just on the montage right now the, you know, like the classic the, montage the classic montage and it's really well done it's like it's a it, it sets up the vibe that they're just there to party and like part of partying is getting to bang hot ladies at the weddings and oh who's hornier than the lady at a wedding Yada yada yada. That's like the whole conceit of the thing. Uh, you know, uh it's it's part of the fun, it's part of the movie, and then you know, but, but the whole deal is like it, a, its own pop culture. Yes. You know, I don't want to say phenomenon, but its own it's it's kind of a thing back in those mid-aughts. It was kind of a thing for people to start crashing weddings. Like the movie went beyond just being a movie, like it right. became a cultural thing like in that time so because of this montage because of it it made it look fun it made it look fun it made it look easy and you got stuff like owen wilson you know sweet talking somebody and then vince vaughn you know fast talking somebody (laughs) right they all they they have their their styles bouncing off of one of each other it's that they just make a great team and yeah, I mean Vince Vaughn's just I unbelievable. Mean, so funny in this movie. His whole monologue about uh, his uh, his assistant trying to set him up with somebody and being <laughs> like, you know, uh, we're gonna go on a he just keeps going, you know. He's like, yeah. I'm not interested, and then she says that she's interested. So now all of a sudden I'm interested. You know that whole thing. Unbelievable monologue. Vince Vaughn is so fucking funny in this movie, and I get that you don't root for him because he's just. He's a dick. He's a dog. He's out here playing women and and just like living his life. And then he's just like, okay, well, I guess I have to go along with this because we live by this shitty guy code. And he does. You want to? You kind of want to hang out with him? Oh yeah. I mean, here's the thing. In 2023, there's a lot of stuff he says where I'd be like, hey, buddy, maybe you're not. Maybe this isn't what loud. you want to be saying. <laughs> Maybe that's not what you mean. You got to rephrase some shit. He's like, no, no, no. What you know? He's talking too fast for us to even catch it. Maybe, but like back then, even back then, you're kind of like, it's not, it's not the best way to be talking about ladies. But you're like, this, 
this movie is just like it's it, in the name of the fun of hey we're going to a party we're gonna it's like the a wedding is a party where you know it's just fancy party if i show up to a house party and i pretend to have an australian accent and i'm, I'm hooking up with a girl and then like yeah you know it was a one night stand anyway who am I hurting? Right. You know what I mean? I you hooked know? up with this Australian guy. It's like, no, he's just a weird actor who wanted to try something, you know, it's but also like an idea for Halloween, by the way, <laughs> as an Australian, just going as an Australian. <laughs> That's your costume, just an Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Good eye. And they're like, well, what's your costume, Australian guys? Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Look, we can. We can we can talk about this all night, but I think we're gonna have to get past it. Is it problematic? Yeah, dude, you're lying to people in the hopes of being intimate with them. I want to make it's- it clear. I'm not my dislike, or I guess not dislike. My lack of enthusiasm for the movie is not because of that. Because once again, right when I watched the movie, I did not watch it with a 2023 lens. I watched it understanding this, just like a lot of other comedies in the arts are uh, very much products of it. Like, for example, for example, I fucking uh-huh. love Tropic Thunder. It, oh, it I is, just watched that not too long ago. It is <laughs> very much a product of its time, and you have to remember <laughs> that when you're watching. So I want to make it clear. I am not saying my lack of enthusiasm in the movie is because I'm looking at it from a modern-day lens. Sure. But I guess for me, like, it's definitely jokes that I would have found hilarious in middle school and high school and like now because there's no nostalgia to it i have no i don't have as much of a connection if that makes sense yeah i I, I can understand it yeah i just wanted to make it clear i wanted to make it clear that i wasn't being like wow um you know these these men are being uh unfavorable uh, <laughs> their counterparts. Like I, I understood right out of the gate where it's just like, okay, these guys are trying to fuck. And yeah, the place. yeah that's it. It's literally all. It like is. they treat wedding season the way I treat college football season. Of I'm looking forward to it all year. Yeah. I can't wait. And then it's once it comes, every You're gonna fuck a, a quarterback. There we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck every division one quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> My man, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I also it's funny, too, because some of the stories they were coming up with about their identities in the montage are so like, how do you fall for that? Yeah, I mean, uh, especially when we get a we get a sneak peek at one of those backfiring where uh, at the Cleary Yankees. Yeah, the the doctor lady comes over and she's like, slow mo, slow mo. (laughs) What happened? He's like, oh, haven't you heard? He he. uh, Came up pretty fast from scuba diving and uh, is, you know, he's he's no longer mentally uh, capable. So I'm kind of he's kind of like I under my supervision or whatever. And they get her. And she's like falling for it. She just watched those two guys have a full on conversation and walked over to them. You know yeah. what I mean? All of a sudden he's nonverbal. Come on, doctor. <laughs> what's your doctorate in being a fucking uh, dummy? I'm not good at fucking roasting. I'll tell you that much. But she might just be a chiropractor. You know, <laughs> yeah. she calls herself doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like I call myself doctor, too, but nobody checks up on it. Actually, we should all do that. Make doctors yeah. have to defend their shit more. Yeah. 2024 is a different year. We're going to yeah. we're gonna all call ourselves doctor. <laughs> yeah. Doctor well, and I, I, Esquire. 
I totally get the the situations are outlandish, but I think yeah. the dialogue around it, in my opinion, is so funny. That's the that's the that's the gold is the dialogue around the outrageous. Uh, like uh, you know, after the wedding, when they get back to the the football scene, the dinner table, I, I uh, like I love those two scenes. Oh uh, yeah, I even like even before we get to that, I love the. I love the little rituals around being at weddings. They have to spend this time at a church and get it. You know, it's like, I, I'm going to bet you money that she's going to cry when she gets up. There. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet you money. It's like this pair, this, uh, this Bible verse or this Bible verse. I love that. I, it's just, I still use one of the lines. I'm a coxman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, proper girl, just, I fucked the shit out of me. That's like, Go you know on, what I mean? That's hilarious. There's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, Aunt Liz says how she couldn't make it. Yeah, I know she's dead from from the grave. She can make it from the grave. Uh, we've become very spiritual. You're like, how you know the the improv between these guys? I you know you're rooting for them even though they're fucking assholes. And like, it is what it is. You know, they're just having yeah. a good time. Um, we get into like the the Cleary wedding, which is Rachel McAdams and and uh, Isla Fisher's family, Christopher Walken. Is like the secretary of something political power play, somebody important in the DC. And um, there's so much fun stuff that happens at that wedding alone. The uh, Owen Wilson getting to the the gift table and talking to Rachel McAdams, and she's like, "What's going? What's up with?" It? He's like, "Hey, I bet I know what that gift is." And the flirtation keep- scene. A very great scene. scene. Very sweet. Yeah, you know, for for I understand she was in an unhappy relationship, like she wasn't happy uh, in her relationship. But uh, she was openly flirting with oh, another she, man. She been flirting so much. She was flirting hard. Well, that's the benefit of being a funny. I've always said I have no game, but I can make a woman laugh. If you can uh, do that, you're that you're good. You can make a woman laugh. You're good. And. Lucky for all of us, we're hilarious. So <laughs> I I really look, I love the Cleary wedding. I love the Cleary wedding. I love the uh the football stuff, and there's so much wild shit that happens at the house. This movie is so funny. There's a lot of really funny stuff that happens in this movie. Does it kind of get hard to watch when uh when uh Owen Wilson like falls off the deep end and keeps trying to do weddings when uh, when Vince Vaughn isn't into it, that shit's hard to watch. You yeah, know what it I mean? gets a little. I mean, I will admit the movie's probably about fifteen minutes too long. Yeah, in my opinion, uh, I had thirty I'll, minutes I'll in, paused that. it, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit, this movie's two hours." Thirty long. minutes in, you paused it. You're you're a fuck. You got to be kidding me, bro. You got to be <laughs> kidding me. Thirty minutes in, you paused okay, it. Okay, I lied. I lied. It was five minutes in. You're a oh, lie. You're fucking. You're fucking asshole, it was, dude. It was five minutes in, but but I will say it wasn't because of this distaste or disgust. No, it's because you wanted I, a timestamp on all the titties. I wanted That's what the, it was. I wanted, wanted the montage of titties. I want. Uh, listen. Ha 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 ha! Oh, was that a positive? Got, was that a Chris, positive? Everybody. I would neither confirm or deny. Ladies and gentlemen, we caught Chris with this horny shit. <laughs> What's the deal uh, with this dick? Uh, no, uh, I, I paused it because I wanted to get some cereal. Uh, and then that's when I realized, I'm like, oh, shit, this movie. Why would you tell on long. yourself like that? What day? Uh, cereal? What's wrong with cereal? You eating cereal while you're watching a movie? Yeah. I, I, what time do you watch the movie? 
I watched it like I started the movie at nine o'clock in the morning at p.m. You getting cereal at night, bro? Pro- cereal is a evening and breakfast meal. Holy shit! Cultural differences are insane. This episode. Okay, hold well, on, uh, hold on, know, Byron, I, Byron, I step in here, step in here. Yeah, Byron can be a good snack. I, I think cereal is a good snack. Okay. I, I Call me old fashioned, but you need for a bag of chips. Outside of breakfast, I wouldn't say it's a meal replacement, but a good snack for sure. Okay. What happened would, to grabbing a little bag that. of chips and pouring a little bowl of that? Have you see, I'm a not real really a chips snack. guy. Well, bro, get yourself some crackers. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. No, it's, okay. I am a, I am a crack like the saltine, the saltine <laughs> crackers. I, I fucking love God, those. I almost had a clip of you saying I am a cracker, and I was so ready. <laughs> I was so ready. You know how I barely touch these episodes to edit them? Well, this episode, I was so close to being like, what, what, when did I, when was that? I need to find that moment and have it ready for you next time. Time log it. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I'm fuck. not, uh, uh, I, I went to go You're get some cereal. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, mm. And I went to go get some cereal. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, it was very, it was just very entertaining to me how openly she was flirting with Owen Wilson, which I understand later. We, I think it's because she was just very unhappy with her relationship with such of course a she was over the top douchebag. Uh, I mean, shout out the young oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper. Bradley right? Cooper killing it in this that role was, as a monster. <laughs> he was one of the best douchebags. One of the best you know, douchebag actors. I was like up there with. Matt Damon in school ties douchebag. <laughs> there we go. Yo, so okay. Bradley Cooper is the only person that the director has ever hired in the room. The the director has had this uh I read this on IMDb trivia. Um Bradley copy Bradley Cooper was hired at his audition. The director's like I never hire anybody in the room. You always watch the tape, you go back to it. Uh and he said that Bradley Cooper was the only person who he remembered saying, like, you're fucking good. You got it. In the room. I mean, just looking what? at him, he you're like, yo. Nailed it. Put a sweater well, like, on this guy and, like, re- re- Republican. Like, it's, it's like he's a Republican monster. Like, straight up, he is such a dick. And then he's, he's cheating on her. Uh, open, Like, you know, his buddies are enabling him, obviously. And he's aggressive. He, he like he doesn't give a shit that he's about to shoot these guys in the ass like but he's, he's an just, environmentalist his yeah, buddies right? his buddies and him talk about women like a trump tape <laughs> <It's Bro. bad. laughs> like it was it Bro. was like cartoonish like i understood this was 2005 but i was like i Gosh. still find it hard to believe in 2005 a dude is just openly saying sluts like that oh <laughs> Okay, hold on. Uh, I take you that mean back. on the I tennis that court? But, that dude? Yeah, 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 that. Sluts. I'm not I saying that. I'm not saying. Oh, sorry. go ahead. Well, I was. Gonna, I think they have to make him worse. Like Owen Wilson's Absolutely. a scumbag, so That's they have true. to make him worse than Owen Wilson. So it's like, okay, I'm rooting for Owen Wilson now. Exactly. Right. That exactly. is true. It did feel like that because it was like, okay, clear. Like we, we, these are still scumbags. Owen Wilson and, and Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. So we have to like basically be like. Oh, this guy's not so bad because look at this guy. <laughs> well, yeah, because then they want to make sure that Rachel McAdams comes away looking like a peach the whole time. You know, mm-hmm. right. oh, this is the guy. But it, all it does is make you wonder, like, why is she with him? And then you realize, oh, man, familial pressure. Like her dad mm-hmm. isn't putting on the pressure, but she wants to, like, 
you know, they keep talking about like the uh, lodge, fa- uh, like lodge family breeding five generations kind of thing. And like that whole deal with like, hey, a lot, the two families, the Clearies and the lodges are finally going to merge, you know, on this on this thing. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, OK, I did. I forgot or honestly, I missed that. Uh, well, so, OK, so. Uh, it's deeper than just you know sluts and dick jokes <laughs> yeah yeah oh I, yeah i missed that bradley cooper's character's name his last name was lodge so Sack i thought lodge. i thought when christopher walken was like five generations of lodge family uh breeding i thought like is it whenever they decided to conceive they just fuck in the same cabin like is is that oh. what it is where it's just like my grandfather <laughs> Fucked you know what? in this cabin, and then Next I time you... fucked for all in this cabin, and then now this you're gonna where, fuck for all in this, this cabin. This is where you know children what? are conceived, <laughs> bro. You know what? Next time we have to watch a movie for this podcast, you put the cereal down and you do some active listening. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> you didn't pick up his name is Sack Lodge. Sack. You don't even have a problem with his name being Sack, but you're yeah. like, you I know bet what? they fuck in the same lodge. I really hate to say I heard sack and just was not phased by that. <laughs> You're like white does, people, bro. Does that not make you hate him more? Like he's yeah, already a dick, but like sack, like come on. Like, well, so I am. I admit I was getting cereal at this time. Uh, I admit Jesus when he gets Christ. introduced, I miss that. So when they're on the when they're getting off the boat to go to the island that they live on. I'm like, who the f- where the fuck did Bradley Cooper come from? And why is he so nice? And then two seconds later, yeah, like fake nice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. They're playing touch football. And Vince Vaughn gets knocked to the ground twice. No, no, no. no. By then, I realized he was an asshole by then. But the I mean- elbow. Do you see that fucking elbow? No, I know you <laughs> realize he's an asshole, but he's a real. Hold on. I'm not even done with the wedding. The Cleary wedding. So much happens in that that, that couple scene. So first of all. My one of my favorite things, and this is a early pick at a rose for me, when Vince Vaughn is doing <laughs> animal balloons and stuff, <laughs> the kid. that kid coming over is like, make oh. me a bicycle. Okay, like, oh, that you was sure you don't hilarious. want a giraffe or something? It's like, no, make me a bicycle clown. The kid's voice is cracking. It's so funny. This kid's such a little piece of shit. And then you cut to Owen Wilson dancing with the little girl, Rachel McAdams, like noticing who cuts in, but her mom, who's like Jane Seymour, who's like so hot for him and is like, you know, uh, me and the secretary have only been faithful to for two of the years that we've been married out of the 30 or whatever. Uh, he's like, what was that? And then and then we that cut back was... to Vince Vaughn, who has a but bicycle a bike made of balloons to give this kid and the kid's like what it what this is whatever he's like yeah you asked for a bicycle there it is buddy you fucking got what you wanted is, it, is that what you wanted <laughs> you know I, like, okay i will admit i know i yeah. know vince vaughn whenever he's in a movie like this essentially just plays the exact same person in each movie where it's like yes. this i'm and gonna be works. real i i enjoy it like i can't yeah. like i kind of like when actors and actresses have like a like this is this is the role I was meant for. Uh-huh. I'm gonna just do it twenty times. Uh, obviously <laughs> to a degree, but like right. Well, Vince it, Vaughn. Here's here's the thing about Vince Vaughn. He doesn't have to have stuff necessarily written for him, but things get rewritten for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 He's so also, good. I was gonna say so funny. Thing. Now that I think about it, it makes sense that Rachel McAdams. Um, 
was uh openly flirting even though she had a boyfriend because his her mother was uh-huh. openly flirting uh, ironically with the same guy right. uh at uh-huh. a wedding so i think it just runs in the family it's a cleary well, he's he's got the cleary family riz <laughs> well i th- <laughs> i think rachel mcadams was more like uh oh i'm interested flirting whereas jade seymour was like cut the shit we're gonna fuck dude like you know right. what i mean it was it wasn't so much flirting as like you stick around you're gonna get bone yeah like, that's that's what the vibe was and then we haven't even talked about okay god damn this movie's funny we the whole thing with the gifts happens owen wilson goes to talk to christopher walken he says uh i read your paper oh like owen wilson demonstrates that he actually did read the secretary's paper and then he's like, yeah, of course I read it. I read it while I was sailing my boat. And Christopher Walken goes, a sailor. Good man. <laughs> Just like Chris. That's all it took. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Christopher Walken is always so, his choices are wild. I love watching Christopher Walken. Then you go and you cut the, them on, on uh, overlooking the pier. And they point to Todd, the, the, the last of the Cleary kids. And he's like the artistic gay boy who is gothy and uh and christopher walken's just like so what did i go wrong with this kid like you know i was like you just got to support him and todd pe- peeling petal after petal off a rose into the 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 lake or whatever off the pier <laughs> just screams death you are my bitch lover <laughs> and christopher walken says yeah you tell that mean ocean, Todd. <laughs> and I swear to God, if that isn't just like one of the best lines, it's so fucking funny. That's something that stuck with me for at this point nearly 20 years. Just like how when a sack tackles Vince Vaughn and his friend goes, that's what we call a sack lunch. <laughs> that stuck with me forever. <laughs> that stuck with me nearly 20 years. There's a lot about this movie that has stuck with me. And it is quotable and because it's so funny and so well done. Lock it up. I had a, no, you I had lock a show. It <laughs> I had a show in Maryland uh, two weeks ago with Mia. And when we were at a restaurant, yes. I was thinking football and crab. That's what Maryland does. Yes. Okay, I got that, some crab cakes. <laughs> that that also, that got me because that yeah. was so. Also, shout out to the state of Maryland. Uh, my homie, uh, Juan, who does not do comedy. He's a, he's a, uh, a civilian. Uh, he lives out in Maryland. And when visiting Maryland, uh, the a state civilian. of Maryland, people from Maryland fuck with Maryland really hard. Like, probably... I don't want to say the most that I've seen people fuck with a state like Texans are fucking all about Texans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say Texas. Washingtonians are just about the Pacific Northwest in general. In general. Sure. Uh, but holy shit, Maryland, like people are just out here putting Maryland st- flag stickers on their car. But hold, like, I can't even name more than two cities in Maryland. I don't know Maryland for shit. I think Maryland, I'm like, oh, that's the Baltimore state. They yeah. should call it Baltimore. That's about it. There's Baltimore, there's Bethesda. <laughs> and then there's Annapolis. That's another you one. You either live a third. in Baltimore or you live in a place close enough to D.C. because you work there, but you can't afford right. to live there. Uh, and people are just out here repping that state flag like 
crazy. What's the state flag even look like? I'm looking that well, shit so up right now. So the University of Maryland for college football and all that, like in their little thing logo on the scoreboard, it has a state flag on it. So I I always yeah. thought like, damn, there's a lot of University of Maryland alums out here. Like, okay, like the university is close. That makes sense. And then I realized that's the state fucking flag. Bro, this flag is weird as shit. This flag is weird as shit. No, no offense to my Maryland listeners and fans. Shout out to Maryland. Great state. I hope. I low key kind of like it. I ain't going to lie. I don't know, man. It looks like something Kanye would fuck with early. And then you realize (laughs) this is like something he put on while he was off his meds hard. You know what I mean? Like, this feels like something he was like, the juxtaposition is a commentary on actually, you know what? I just realized that I should have taken this dose earlier. My bad. It just doesn't. It It, it looks like they're trying to do something royal with it. I don't know. It's just. I don't know. It looks like they're trying to do. You ever see those videos where like somebody cuts up a chocolate bar in a way, takes away a piece and then puts it back together. And it looks like nothing was taken from the chocolate bar. It looks like they tried to do that with the flag. Not many listeners out there are going to be like, yes, that's exactly what it is. But those who do, you know what? Come to see a show and I'll give you a big fucking hug. You deserve it. Also, it's very funny to me that line, uh, football and crab cakes. That's what Maryland's Maryland about does. or whatever. It's very funny to me because the University of Maryland is not known for being good at football. <laughs> what are they known yeah. for? They're a basketball school. Yeah, they're okay. much better known for basketball. But I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. It's, it's <sighs> like the state of Texas where high school football is a thing. I mean, high school foot. That's crazy to me. That shit's nuts. I was just in Florida. I was in Gainesville the weekend that like uh, the Gators and the Dogs were were playing against each other. And the way that the yeah, because it always happens not in Gainesville. So that's why the festival happens there at that time to keep stuff in the city. But like the uh, the whole city is just so about football and so about the Gators that it's just it's just crazy to me. I, I did not grow up around that kind of stuff, not even one little bit. But you're telling me you guys have that kind of budget for college football? College football is is that money? Crazy. They launder, they launder money from everything else into... I'm pretty sure, yeah. Welcome to the South, you know, my guy. It makes sense. Yeah, like, and football's a thing. This, in the South, up, like, the we will have we roads... We will have mm. roads that look like it's been bombed out, like like the Iraqi war, but like mm. the university where football is played is just Mwah, pristine. Yeah, Gainesville's pretty nice. <laughs> Shout out to Gainesville. Like it's a, it was a good time. I like it out there. Um, there's so much to talk about with this goddamn movie, though. There's so much happening in it, like. We didn't even we did we talk about we didn't even talk about Isla Fisher. We didn't talk about uh Isla Fisher at all. So uh, Claire, uh, uh Rachel McAdams' sister um and she is uh she and Vince Vaughn have sex on the beach and she's like that I always knew my first time would be on the beach and Vince Vaughn comes back and he's like hey we got to go I've got a stage 5 clinger you know virgin clinger and then that's you know she stomps and like holds her breath to invite them to the the island at home or whatever that's just crazy it's just 
that whole oh god somebody else talk please i have no idea two, what i'm saying two broken the, people you know and they they manipulate each other and find love like that's he just yeah. he met his match because when she was like oh i'm not a virgin i just you know that's what guys like hearing and i was like in that moment i was like oh okay yeah but not not until after she he like he scrapes his knee playing football she's like freaky she's like i'm not wearing any panties she gets on top of him the the housekeeper's just like hey yo uh maybe close the door be a little bit more discreet about it and yeah. he's like i got to pump the brakes you know like please uh, I, you got to take it easy and then she squeezes out an entire little bottle of alcohol on his wound and stings him and slaps it and says, don't run for me because I'll find you <laughs> that that yeah. got me. I completely forgot about that moment, but that was like a big deal back when it came out. Well, there's, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, well, there's there's hints like you kind of say leading around that scene that shows mm. she's obviously not a virgin. You mm. know, the way the housekeeper responds the way uh, Christopher uh-huh. Walker's like, she's not just another notch in your belt. So yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. this little girl, you know, she's yeah. got a body count that's, you know, probably not in the single digits. Well, right. You know, right. No judgment either way. But she seems like she's an experienced uh, uh, person. Right. But he she's doesn't know that. Yeah, she's put <laughs> which, is, which is funny. Like, you would think somebody who, kind of runs game like Vince Vaughn would be able to pick up on that, no? The second she said it, he was tunnel visioned on getting out. But Owen Wilson insisted. Owen Wilson was like, you owe me, you never leave a crasher behind. You know, and then that's how that goes. He, And also, shout out to when they're trying to have family dinner and she's just straight up jerking this man off. Oh my fucking God. In front of, yo, your homophobic grandmother is in the room. Yo, the grandmother! (laughs) Yeah. Her description of Eleanor Roosevelt. (laughs) That was the best part. Honestly, the best part about this movie was Uh, I forgot to turn off the subtitles. And for some reason, the subtitles were edited. So it it would, instead of saying the swear, it would say, like, the TV version. Oh, that's Uh, unfortunate. So it was just very funny to see what What they would would be. Like, hear what they would say, but then Uh see what they censored and, like, made cleaner. Which was like, why are you doing, like, if someone... Who's this this for? Yeah, like, there was still nudity. There was still cussing, like... Why in the subtitles are you cleaning it up for me? I I mean, yeah. look, that old lady looked like a terrifying doll out of a horror movie. And the moment she starts talking, you're like, what? OK, here we go. Swearing <laughs> granny. But then we get a little moment with her being in Vince Vaughn's bed. And she's like, I'm too drunk to walk. Take me to my room. <laughs> Just a old little cunt. <laughs> and yeah, and then you got the fucking the housekeeper. He's he's like, oh, now you're banging the grandmother too. Like, come on, man, we've got a dog out back. If you want to wake him up too, fucking take it easy. Ah, uh, ah, God, little it's, little bits, little bits. You yeah, know, man, the- just every scene. There's just something that just hits and. That's kind of what I love. The dialogue in every scene just 
just See, just carries the movie for me. Exactly. So here's the thing Even about the movie: the ridiculousness. Thank you. The ridiculousness is the fun part of the movie. The bits. That's what I want. That's what I'm here for. The reason people don't come to this and go, this is a rom-com or think about it as a rom-com when it comes up to the rom-com conversation is because it's so bit heavy and the romantic situation is kind of like it's it's not it, secondary because it's driving the plot, but it's kind of like it feels how are secondary you... though. Yeah, it does. But it's kind of like, what what part of you watching Owen Wilson do all this makes you think yeah, this is a good guy that she should end up with. You know, you're watching him show up to like uh, Will Ferrell's house and be like, okay, let's be crashing these weddings. After Will he's Ferrell's. on a string of drunken, <laughs> failed crashings, he like jumps into a band and ruins a drum kit. He kisses a bride in the reception line. He like uh, knocks over a cake. He's just like, that's how in love this- he was. That's how in uh, love he was. Yeah, he's a mess. But it's like, but this is the thing. This is all in the name of like getting laid too, though, right? Like, yes, he's in love, but he's sloppy. He he lost his friend. It's not even like, not even a moment of self-reflection there. He's reading Don't Kill Myself books. That's what he calls them, you know? And then he chooses to visit the guy who's like this mythical legend figure in the Wedding Crasher, uh, Wedding Crasher kind of mythos or whatever, and it's Will Ferrell. And he's like, I almost numb-checked you. You don't even know. Um, <laughs> lives with his mom. And he started crashing funerals. And you're like, this whole part is basically like, if you haven't understood that these guys are scumbags, now's your chance. Like, oh, yeah. there's a rung lower. But how much lower is that rung? Owen Wilson went with Chaz. You know what I mean? But here's my thing that kind of goes back to where I was saying every rom-com starts with a lie. With a lie, yeah. And they I love that. I love that you lie. said that. I love like that you, can you go said back that. To, I mean, and it kind of, it's still the formula for the rom-com. It follows the formula almost pretty much to a T. Hit, hit us with other rom-coms that are st- started with lies. This Because this is true. It's every rom-com. Hit. Uh, well, Hitch, yeah. that was gonna that was gonna be the other option that I was gonna go with. But, you know, Hitch starts with a lie. What's the ever uh, been kissed? Starts with a bunch of lies. Uh, she sleeps with the best best friend's fiance. Uh, She's about a sleaze bag. Come on, uh, uh, fucking uh, um, what's it called? Goddamn, we just did it for the podcast not long ago too. Um, oh, all right, let's the, the see, that- Sex in the City. Sex in the City does start That's, with a, that whole series is full of lies. It's all lies. You've got oh, uh, ten, um, how to lose a guy in ten days. Lies. Yeah. Oh, uh, look at that. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, love Did don't Brian cost. A, she's all that. Love don't cost a thing. The proposal. The proposal is not a lie between them though. It's a lie. But it's a lie to everyone else. Not everyone I else. See. Okay, that qualifies. Meet the parents. Is that a lie? Is that a rom com? Meet the parents definitely. I would say I feel it's like rom the pa- com. It's more it's, it's calm with a rom, sprinkle the of romance rom. is already there. I mean, yes. kind of like Wedding Crashers. No, no, no. Wedding Crashers is a new romance being introduced. Meet the this parents. They're already getting. They're like it engaged, already like, exists. Yeah, they're getting engaged. They start off engaged basically, and there's no real lie with him. 
It's not. It's like it's a. So when uh, meet the parents, you know what? Meet the parents is banned from this podcast. We're not going to talk about meet the parents. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it starts off with a lie. That's a perfect way to put it. Any movie that starts with a lie and has a couple laughs in it, romantic comedy, and that is why Saw qualifies for this podcast. <laughs> <sighs> I love that. It though. qualifies. Troy, it qualifies. basically a rom com. Troy, (laughs) (laughs) man, this movie is a lot of fun. I love this movie. I have fun with this movie. When I was uh, featuring for Shane Torres in Vancouver, what we did before going to bed, we were like, hey, Wedding Crashers is on Netflix. We popped it on. We watched it for a little while, and then we went to sleep. That's, you know, it's 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 a a good good movie to put on. Exactly. It's a movie you put on to have a couple laughs and you're not going to think about it too much. And you're stoked that things work out for the people you've just spent an hour and a half with. You're stoked on that part. It is very much a Saturday afternoon. You got the laundry running and you're like, you want something on the TV to make noise, but you don't want to be fully invested. That's what you don't even. Yeah, you can come in between this movie at any point. Right. Shout out, you know. Shout out to anybody using the R podcast for that very purpose. What's happening, Kicks? How you doing? We love you. We miss you. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's exactly like that's the kind of movie it's become. But man, it was a phenomenon back when it came oh, out. Hold on, hold on. Yes. Fuck, did we miss the part of this movie where uh, Sack fucking what's his name beats the shit out of when he Dick Cheney's Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mentioned that earlier. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Just briefly. Oh, I was looking but, at fun uh, facts yeah. about the movie. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. shoots a dude in the ass. That's uh, he's not a good man. We get it. Rachel McAdams is fine to cheat on him, or like you know, um. So it it's like it. There's a bunch of things he like does. This guy deserves to be cheated on. You know, he announces their engagement before actually proposing. You know that he's there's a lot of stuff that Sack is doing in the movie that fucking sucks, but he's you know what? Chess. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he play. He's he's just a fucking loose cannon, is what he is. And you when they're beating I up like? Owen Wilson, it's like very much like high school bullyish, where all of his friends come out. Like, you think that man <laughs> needed to grow up anytime? He's he's no, very much a high not. school bully. Yeah. You know who I like a lot? The fucking priest. The oh, priest. father so and so, father O'Neill, the one who Fa- Well, I don't think he did. No, no, we get a phone call with Bradley Cooper getting a call from his private, uh, private detective friend. No, but how the, did the grandma know? The grandma knew because they were all in the same room. They were all hanging out. Bradley Cooper got a phone call from his friend. Remember the guy that was like, "Ah, sluts." The guy playing tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I remember. Uh, remember when after. You know, the grandma shoots Vince Vaughn, looks at the priest and father. He's like, I told you that in confidence. That was a yeah, confession. because be, no, but Vince Vaughn just had a conversation with Father O'Neill and Father O'Neill didn't have really time to like talk to anybody about it. But Bradley Cooper, we see him getting Sack gets a phone call about it. And he's like, oh, yeah. So what would you oh, say? And see, then we cut away. I thought it was like simultaneously when the grandmother is shooting yeah. Vince Vaughn no, because no, no. he kissed father. No, no, uh, no. I thought it was Sack was also revealing to the group that no, he was no. a liar. 
No, no, no. It's it. I, I, you can look. You can read it how you want to. I'm just gonna choose that the, the, the father O'Neill was like, you know what, this guy's got a good heart. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him sort it out. You know, they're they're talking to each other. He seems really into her. I don't think he wants to hurt her or whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe he's like, ah, it's not my place. You know, father, father O'Neill didn't say anything. The guy was silent mostly during that whole conversation. Really? I don't see him turning around and going like snitching on anybody. He's used to hearing com- like people's confessions and not telling anybody anything. Right. So, it, yeah, it I, 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 it's definitely sat getting that phone call and telling everybody about it. It was funny to me, though, that uh-huh. like they have Secret Service following them around, mm-hmm. but none of the Secret Service did a background check on these two dudes before they came to the island. They didn't even bother. They were just like, oh, these guys, they were invited to the wedding. Have fun, boys. <laughs> I, I will. It, it was also really funny when they got kicked out and Vince Vaughn <laughs> is like, no, uh, fucking Todd, Todd was like, I, I want, want my, my painting. painting back. And he's like, he's like, no, he's a gift. Todd. I'm keeping Todd. it. <laughs> and yeah, the, pa- uh, the painting was a gift. And you know what? Todd's little smile after. Perfect. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the whole like the the as he described it, the midnight rape thing. He's like his had his own sock stuff in his mouth. He was, you know, yeah, uh, tied to the bedpost. Walks in on him being tied up and doesn't. Uh-huh. Does not even fade. Sees the painting. Sees the painting that clearly the painting his son was made. what weirded him out. Not the whole I'm tied to a bed. Christopher Walken touches the ropes at one point, kind of like <laughs> absentmindedly, <laughs> like he's on a boat. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many funny moments in this movie. Okay, Obviously, you know what? Stuff you know what? I'm lines. turning around. I'm turning around on this movie. I'm it back. took talking about the movie to enjoy <laughs> the movie that you spent two hours watching, Christopher. And the, yeah, exactly. You know, the the aloofness of yeah, the aloofness of Christopher Walken throughout the movie is kind of it's so funny. I it's, mean, it's... I appreciate Christopher Walken being the supportive dad. Like later on, when she's picking out flowers for the wedding and having a hard mm. time. And he's like, look, you know, you do what you got to do. Like, I'm not going to be mad at you either way. You're my daughter. I love you, you know. And then uh, Vince Vaughn tells Owen Wilson that he's getting married to who? Who else? But friggin Gloria, a.k.a. Isla Fisher, Isla Fisher and, and, and Vince Vaughn get married in this movie. And he asks Owen Wilson to be the best man. He's like, get the fuck out of my house. I'm not, <laughs> you know. Uh, and that's when he goes to see Chaz and goes funeral crashing and then ends up at Vince Vaughn's wedding. And, you know, the Secret Service jumps on him and he's like, no, 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 he's the best man. I'm like, ah, that's funeral. a movie moment. I love a movie moment. Very like movie moment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Low-key, I would be pissed if that was my wedding because it's like, if you're going to do that kind of shit, do it at the reception. Bro, absolutely I'd be pissed if that were my wedding. But this is not my wedding. It's a fucking movie. Right? Suspend your disbelief. Have you ever I mean, seen they a would, fight they at a wedding? Crash. They went. They went. They started funeral crashing. You really yeah. got to suspend belief. <laughs> Was it the same day? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. He went to the funeral. Yes. Like he left the funeral. He said, okay. "I crashed a funeral earlier today." He's like, "With Chaz, by the way." You forgot to tell me he's fucking crazy and also might be a genius. <laughs> and then she's like, "John," <laughs> you're like, "That's the moment." That anyway, it's the. The other thing is, Sack tries to fucking punch Owen Wilson after yelling at Rachel McAdams, and 
gets clocked by Vince Vaughn. You're like, finally, we wanted that. That we was that so much. Oh, I think it was Owen Wilson where you're just like, wow, that's how you're that's how yeah. you're speaking to her now. Like, yeah, getting it's married. a preview into married life. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. That was a funny line. Well, not funny, but that was like a OK. Owen, I see what. You're oh, doing. yeah. He's ready. He'd be down to throw hands. He's gotten beaten up before already. I mean, um, obviously, that nose, that's a broken nose, a childhood. <laughs> Yeah, Owen Wilson's nose is a little confusing, but he makes it work for himself, you know? Uh, Well, see, that's the thing. At that point, you're so known for the nose, like, you can't can't change it. Yeah, it's like Michael Strahan's gap. You gotta... gotta Yeah, you gotta keep it. You know what? You gotta keep it or make it bigger. You know what I mean? Chris, I thought that was a ghost in the background of your... No, oh no 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 no! That's that's my girl in the background. Yeah, <laughs> she's been there the whole time, Byron. You just noticing now? <laughs> I just saw like people around the corner. I was like, "What the? Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There she is. She's back there. Uh, um, I are there any scenes that we haven't touched on that you you kind of want to shout out real quick? Uh, well, I love the scene where the mom makes Owen Wilson feel her tits and then oh, calls him yeah. a pervert. That was <laughs> yeah. funny. <laughs> like, and, she basically and, begs him to feel her tits, and once he does, pervert. Threatens. <laughs> she threatens, threatens him. him. Yeah. <laughs> saying, you can't leave this room until yeah. you feel my tits. To yeah. which, at that point, it's like, you can't blame Owen Wilson where you're just like, well, I don't know what she's going to do to me. Uh, it, this is an away game. Like, I can't, I can't yeah. just. And so then, I was about, on your side on this one. And I was the about second, to bring up the second he's enjoying the experience, then she's like, you're a pervert. Mm, these are, these are kind of nice. You know, you know, uh, the thing is, so Owen Wilson was nervous about that scene because he, like the director talked about this in an interview. He's like, Owens, a, a, you know, he's a gentleman. So the thought of having to touch your breasts and uh, like, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, he's so nervous at the, at the idea of having to do this, that him finally having to grab her boobs, um, him being that nervous and like off, like, you know, weird about it and why it's so funny. Isn't really too much acting. He's just very like, I'm a little uncomfortable. You know, I have to, Hey, hello, Jane Seymour. Uh, place they're they're in here now. Uh, you know, but I did want to touch on this scene in particular because is this movie responsible for bringing the term motorboat into the vernacular? It's, Vince I, Vaughn on the staircase. I think it is. Did you motor him? You mo- you motorboated him. You motorboated son of a bitch. You did. I mean, man, just got they built, it's a big cultural are, impact, this movie. Are they built for speed or for They're comfort? For My comfort. God. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's a All right. That's you know, a once again, once again, I was wrong. I was wrong. This movie's funny. <laughs> You're such. You know what? You watch it twice tonight. Okay. <laughs> I have it for 48 hours total. So I actually, I do. I, uh-huh. I had to rent it. I had to rent you it. You rented it? You know what I did? I popped in the DVD and watched the uncorked version, baby. Ooh. I watched. Yeah, that's right. I got myself a little bonus scene with like Todd being like, did mom make you feel her tits? Huh? Did you I guys have that. that scene? Yeah. Was there like more titties in the unrated version or like? Yeah, the, the opening montage was much longer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uncorked. It felt yeah. if 
because I remember this movie was out during the era where like every movie was getting an unrated DVD. Oh yeah, it was, it was making it seem like it was just just tits galore, and then it was like maybe one more tit, like not not a pair, just like a singular yeah. a singular titty. I I don't know. I'll say I'm trying to find other stuff here in the movie that I you know I don't have a comparison between them either way. Yeah, uncorked version just had a little bit extra. It wasn't crazy, but it was like, you know, it's still maybe a couple jokes that didn't make it, a couple fucks that were dropped more, you know. Um do you know okay, so uh God, what is another line? The the lock it up thing is also we talked about it briefly. Uh lock it up. Uh that whole improvised scene. No, you lock you lock it up, lock it up, lock it up. <laughs> Them going back and forth saying lock it up. That was improvised. That's pretty fucking funny. Ooh, um, hold on. Fun fact. Yeah. Rachel McAdams listened repeatedly to Fleetwood Mac's 1975 song Landslide to prepare yeah. for emotional scenes. Owen it Wilson said right away. the song made her cry immediately. It was like turning on a faucet. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I don't blame her. That song is fucking beautiful. Top-notch right. acting for, you know, yeah, yeah, a silly movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you didn't even have to go that hard. Um, Man, what else is there here? You know what? I, um, okay. I, I wanted to uh, hit I it. I kind of wanted to call out the, uh, the scene where Sack goes to uh, the housekeeper and asks him if he's seen, uh, if he's seen Claire, Claire. Yeah. and he's like, yeah, he's out with the nice man from the wedding that everybody seems so fond of, and yeah. I kind of feel like he's, you know... Egging him on. He's egging him on because obviously he doesn't like Zach. Like, nobody yeah. likes him. Nobody uh, likes really. him. Really. But it is kind of like letting him know that... It, it's kind of letting the audience know. It's like, yeah, she... Oh, the scenes leading up to it, like the night scene where he goes to her door... Yeah, Doesn't yeah. Knock, and then she gets up, and he she goes to her door. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's some classic rom com, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a classic rom com scene right there. But that kind of shows like that attraction is strong. And then mm. when the when the housekeeper kind of says that, it's like, all right, there's really something going on here. And then yeah. the, you finally get to the beach scene where they kiss, and it kind of yeah. you know all all kind of comes together. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you get the approval of uh, Randolph, I think his name was Randolph, when you get that approval, you're like, okay, so we, like, obviously, we've been rooting for this guy, but obviously, we hate, we hate Sack so much. Like, it's very clear. You're willing to forgive the bullshit because that guy is such an asshole that you want. Yeah. Like, once you see that Claire likes John... And I think the fact that Owen Wilson's character, you know, kind of started feeling bad at the at the beginning of the movie, like uh, at the end of that montage, you're like, you know, maybe we're being irresponsible. Maybe we need to stop doing this. It's kind of like, all right, maybe he's not yeah. as shitty of a person as we thought he was. And so he was yeah, a but- hoe ready to be a house husband. But right. He was ready to give flips. up his whole life. That's the flip part, though. It starts with like Owen Wilson being like, maybe we should get out of this and then turns into him being mad that his best friend's settling down, you know? Um, 
So, yeah, I I think it was because the, he was settling down with a woman who reminds him of the woman who nah, no, it him. was settled it was settling down in general that uh mm. that does it, I think. But I mean, look, I think I think we should get into Roses and Thorns. What do you guys think? You think we, yeah. we covered a lot of this movie? Uh, uh, I, I was just going to say real quick, I didn't rec- I don't I don't know what Landslide by Fleetwood Mac is. So I looked it up on YouTube and I do. In fact, you know I do. It. In fact, know this song. I do. In fact, <laughs> there you go. You go. For uh, that. You- <laughs> I, just, I, I just didn't recognize the name. Uh, I know the song. I've heard it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm in He's trouble. In trouble. Uh, and uh, it's a beautiful song. And I totally understand why Rachel McAdams cries to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful tune. Beautiful tune. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, let's go to let's go to uh Roses, Roses and, Thorns. and Thorns. Roses and Thorns, Chris, do you want to kick it off? Uh okay. So uh you know what? A thorn goes to me for not giving this movie My a man! real chance. Yeah. All right, there, there are go. some good comedy. There are some comedy nuggets in this. In yes, fact, I are. fuck I did fucking forget about the Maryland crab cakes in football, cause that shit had me dying for oh. I don't know why. Um no Thorn goes to uh the uh-huh. character of Sack and his whole crew. Clearly it was just such over the top I'm an asshole douchebag. I where... will say before but getting too far into giving the villain of the movie the rose Shout out to the podcast. The villain was right. Rebecca Reeds and, and Craig Fay. They've out. covered this movie on their podcast from the villain's perspective. It is not easy defending Sack, but he is <laughs> absolutely correct. These guys have frauded that, their way into an inner circle. That's actually very, that's yeah, a good and point. And he's trying to steal his fiance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he is also cheating on her. He is also a violent piece of shit who is yelling at her. He tells her off while she's trying to be helpful. He's a fucking jerk. So we're not supposed to root uh, for him. You know, I'm maybe the... they're in an open relationship. I Bro, don't think she knows that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they know at all. Either way, um, either way, point is, shout out to the villain was right. Get to listen to that podcast. I know they did an episode on wedding crashes. You should listen to it. Um, so a thorn for the villain. Yes, very so, good. Okay, actually, so thorn. Also, honestly, the main thorn goes to. I normally love him and everything that. Well, not everything he does, but most of the things that he does. But Will Ferrell's character, I just, <laughs> just yeah. There was okay, nothing. It was in yeah. fact okay. So once again, can I say this as someone who fucking like when Will Loves. Ferrell was on his run, like every movie he put out, I was fucking about. Um. This character was this such, a cameo. It felt like it felt like someone. It felt like Will Ferrell was told to do a Will Ferrell impression. Wild. Okay. Cool take. Uh, and like I understand this was at the height of when he was in those eras, but like it just felt very much like almost what's the word? Like a caricature of the type of characters that he Damn. plays. Okay. Um, so Kong, uh, I mean, Thorn goes to that. Roses goes to uh, the homophobic grandma who shows us all that, you know, Rose. that, you know what? Children and grandparents should be seen, not heard. Bro. <laughs> Bro. 
I want to make it clear. I'm not giving a rose to her homophobia. I'm giving no. a rose to just her outlandish behavior at family dinner when everyone's just trying to talk. <laughs> um, oh, another thorn goes to Rachel McAdams. Uh, growing up, I was never on the Rachel McAdams train. And then this movie, I realized, okay, I was wrong. <laughs> Why is that a thorn then? I, I don't is know. Is that just doubling down on your own thorn? No, that was the rose. <laughs> I'm on roses oh, okay. now. Okay, my bad, my bad. Um, I misheard. And then lastly, the last, I'll leave it with this. The last rose yeah. goes to Christopher Walken walking in on Vince Vaughn tied up in the bed, <laughs> not being phased at all, at all, but then sees a painting <laughs> and goes, all right, this is some uh. weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I better get out of here before it gets too freaky. Yeah. I love how he you never know what happened and he's like, okay. All right. Well, good night. <laughs> I see Todd's been here. <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, Byron, you want to take it from here? Give us your roses and thorns. Yeah. Uh, so start with roses. I'm going to give that to me and you, Mike, for turning My Chris man. into a believer yes. of wedding crashes, man. I think we did a you know, good I'm job. Allow it. I'm going to allow it. I think we did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thorn, I'm going to give to the cousins. The only conversion that I believe in. Ah. Hey, there we go. There we go. Not all conversions. The two-point conversions are okay. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Uh, the thorn. Uh, I'm gonna give this to the two cousins. You know, the guys who are just kind of on sacks, ball sack mm-hmm. throughout yeah, yeah. the movie. Uh, just you know, they seem like the cousins who who really looked up the sack and like could never be as cool as him. Yeah. Or you know, and it's kind of like they just whatever he does, like they'll eat it up. And you know, those yeah. just I don't really like their their energy is just very or yes man in the movie. There you go. Yes, man. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not not fans of them. No. Uh roses to the Italian family in the in the montage. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about this. Do you know how jabroni. mad I was about this? No, they didn't say Jabroni. They went, that's the cousin of Luigi's sister. Like they just kept saying shit like that. And I'm just like, bro, you get the fuck out of here now. <laughs> You know how I was insulted. All right. Like, look, I don't even give a shit about being Italian. I don't really like being Italian. But when I see that shit, I'm like, you know what? Somebody told you you had to do this for a check. And I think you should have said no. You You treat being Italian the way I treat being from Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Only I can make fun of it. (laughs) I hate it. I hate that that's a part of my identity. But at the same Uh time, don't fucking talk shit about about it in a hack talk way. shit get hit all right exactly no, no, i can definitely understand where you're coming from on that I, I hate to be as yeah. a black dude come on i hate to be stereotyped you know what i mean so mm-hmm. totally right. understand where you're coming from but that the one line table. just that one the line jabroni. when like it's total silence and he's like and then every said and then he said jabroni <laughs> and they're all fucking losing it <laughs> they're like Fucking! Can you believe the word jabroni? The word jabroni is so fucking crazy, guys. Uh-huh. Y'all ever heard the word jabroni? Ah, uh, 
So good. I haven't heard it since. I mean, I haven't heard it since The Rock said it in W in WWE. That's the only time. That's it. He's I got the. Jabroni. He's got the 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 line on Jabroni. That's his word. Uh, let's see. We're gonna give a thorn to. You know what? I was gonna give it to uh the father, but you convinced oh. me that he did not rat out. Vince Bond. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think Although it was Father O'Neill. On the fence, just the way I don't know, just the way he said, you know, that was a confession. It that's makes because me he like thinks he, he thinks it is. He thinks it was the father. It is not. I'm gonna go okay. ahead and say the way it's beat out is like, yeah. I mean, you you could guess one or the other, but I don't think it's the father. I don't think it's the father yeah. at all. No, no, no. I still that, disagree that's... on that, but I'll let it be. You'll let, we'll it, let slide. it slide. Mm. Uh, well, you know what? We'll do half a thorn on that. Right. We'll give okay. him a thorny rose. How about that? Okay. A thorny rose. <laughs> a thorny right. rose. What uh, else let's you got? do. Uh, we'll go one more rose. Uh-huh. Uh uh God damn it! Uh, I just had this. Oh, the the couple in the beginning. Yes, you know, the mediation. The mediation. My so man, yes. to go see Chastity, yes. and she gets to rub upon some hot Latin guy needing her, wanting her, taking her. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, love that. Yeah, that just the way they just mediated that scene that was, was so total good. annoyance. <laughs> uh, so funny. But a rose for that couple. They're going to be happy in their divorce. I think ha- I'm both much ends. happier. Yeah. And definitely. then I think I think my final thorn. I'm gonna give it the kitty cat, man. She was she was kind of a bitch. Kitty cat slapping him for being a pervert. Kitty you cat. You know what I mean? Like cheating uh, on the cheat. I mean, like I'm a. I take it they had an open marriage. You know, I what? think he just turned a blind eye. It's politics, I, man. Yeah, I think they had an understanding. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like they definitely did. But, they had yeah. the understanding uh, of you get to have this luxury and this privilege. Right. But like. I I ain't gonna be loyal to you. You ain't gonna be loyal to me. We and, we are we are assets to each other rather than uh, right. We're a just loving gonna breed. relationship. Yeah, exactly. We bred. It's it's done. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Final. Actually, not Kitty Cat. You know what? I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna give my final thorn to the vows. Uh, of, oh my god! Of, of the Claire's sister. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Y'all. Oh shit! I gotta take care of something real quick. Give me a second. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. This doesn't happen. No, no, no. no, no, no you're good. I was just gonna say while you do that, while you do that, I'm actually gonna give one more thorn, not thorn, one more rose to, uh, Christopher Walken and Kitty Cat for being like strangely simultaneously bad and good parents. Right, because like supportive, <laughs> they, like Christopher, like for Christopher Walken, for example, uh, you think he's gonna be like, oh, like Republican dude who's all about like the traditional values and like he loves Sack because Sack is you know a masculine man, but like even though he doesn't understand his son Todd, he's still like he doesn't outright shame his son or anything like that, and then he's yeah, also he's trying to he's trying to be that supportive dad he just doesn't know how to do it right like he like there's definitely the line where he's just like can you just please play some football and Todd's like then will you love me where it's just like 
yeah, he's still like an older generation. So he's just like, we need the bond and we need the bond my way. But he's he hasn't like outright cast his son out. Um, yeah. And then also with Rachel McAdams, like he's supportive of her, like with the, like what we talked about before with the flower picking. And then also as well, like at the actual wedding at the very end where he's just like, I stand by my daughter. Like if he was truly about being that traditional, we got to mend, like merge the families, he wouldn't have like stood up with his daughter and he did. And then the mom, like I remember uh, when everyone was giving Todd shit at dinner, the mom like said something that was in his defense and all of that, like be you son or be yourself, something like that. Yeah. It was like, it was like low key, like, oh, like these are like, they're not great parents, but they're not bad parents. Yeah, they're not shitty parents. They're just, you know, she may have an alcohol problem. He may just to be totally aloof, but they try. You know what yeah, I mean? You they know, just... go ahead. I, you know, I mean, I, I really didn't know how else to explain, but you know, they try. You know, yeah. and that that's what's important. Uh, the methods are just a little unorthodox. <laughs> But it's also for the fact that the mom was an alcoholic and the father is absent. You know, the kids seemed for the most part that they turned out fine-ish. Also, I love how I love how this whole wedding is because of the oldest daughter, and we just don't see that couple ever. Oh, is it because they let, do they head off to a honeymoon? Yeah, I mean, I imagine you know you get married, you gotta do your own thing that night. You gotta go to your own hotel room instead of being with a family dinner so that makes sense why they don't you know and remember the rest of the movie up until they leave the house which is about you know a good 75 percent of the movie that all takes place in the course of like the day after the wedding or right right i think maybe maybe, maybe two days but i think that day after the wedding is kind of where all that goes to until they leave and then, you know, then you see the spiral of Owen Wilson kind of throughout the course. But uh, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Uh, I think they served their part and they served it well. <laughs> right. Also, um, um, I saw it on Wikipedia. This movie was the sixth highest grossing movie in 2005. That's kind um, of amazing for a rated R comedy. And so the top five grossing movies... Number five was Boogeyman, a horror movie. Number four was Hide and Seek, another horror movie. Um, number three was Are You There Yet with Ice Cube. Wow. Number two was biographical teen sports drama starring Samuel L. Jackson, Coach Carter. Coach Carter, that's what I'm talking about. And then uh, Meet the Fockers was the highest grossing movie in 2005. Interesting. Hitch what was, was number Oscar six and two? seven. There we go. And then number eight was Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I Yo. love that. That's so fucking funny. Sorry about uh, that, guys. I assume you guys kept it fun, and uh, I'm not editing this. So <laughs> hey, there we go. Um, oh wait, good. that was that wasn't highest grossing. That was just, I guess, rankings and. There's like two, there's like number one films and then highest grossing films. But yeah. 
What What's I just this? read was the number. So Wedding Crashers was the number six highest grossing film in 2006. Uh, and I was reading the wrong list. I was reading num movies that were number one, a place number one at the weekend box office. There you go. That makes more sense now. Hmm. All right. Well, Wedding Crashers fucking ripped, dog. <laughs> Uh, it's such a good movie. And I'm glad you finally came around to it. Mike, do you want to know what the top three highest grossing films? I mean, not the the top three number one at the weekend box office office films were in 2005. 2005, a 40 year old virgin. Nope. Wedding Crashers. N nope. And uh, a, a fish called Wanda. Nope. Number one, Meet the Fockers. Oh Number two, God. Coach Carter. Bro, what? Number three, are you there? Are we there yet with Ice Cube? Okay, I've actually seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh look, um fuck, dude. I don't give a shit like about most of those. <laughs> what? What? Okay. All right. Like Yeah. Okay. Wedding Crasher should have been up there. <laughs> Listen, it was the sixth highest grossing. It was ahead of its time. Yeah, it was really good. But like I say, for a rated R comedy, that's pretty those that are pretty solid numbers. It's up there. Yeah, because looking at looking at the films that highest grossed that year, number one was Star Wars Episode Three. Number two was Chronicles of Narnia. Number three was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Number four was War of the Worlds. Number five was King Kong. So, like, honestly, really impressed. I mean, the movies it yeah. lost out to. All those are sense. like blockbuster movies. Yeah, they are. Yeah. All right. This well, is just good goddamn. This is just good comedy, which means like it's also like comedies don't really stand a chance most of the time to like other types of movies. Let's be honest, like they don't comedies don't do well at the box office. Yeah, I think they just do better than like horror movies usually. But horror is turned around like horror is up there now. Horror uh, is like kind of the, the main thing cooking right now, I'd say. I And you know what? You'd be right because horror is fucking lit right now, dude. Horror is going off. Uh, you know what, man? I was a little disappointed this season. So I saw saw the Nun too, and I saw oof, the new Exorcism. Why would you do that? Why would you do uh, that? They no. just neither one of them really got me. I thought the plot for the new Exorcism was good, or the new Exorcist. Yeah. Thought it was a really good plot, but I don't know. Just didn't. Nah. Uh. Uh. -uh. Eh. Neither of those would do. No, I, 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 I skipped those ones. You know what I saw, and I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Saw ten. That fucking rip. Um. Oh, okay. I haven't. I, I haven't even done movies. I love them, and you know what? It's the first one in many years. So, uh, I'm about to do my my thorns, my roses of thorns, uh, because I realize I have not done that yet, and it's gonna be real easy. Check this shit out. Right. Roses, roses. Oh, we bro, I that... forgot you hadn't done that yet. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Why would I? Yeah, okay. Roses, we gotta give it up for my little guy asking for fucking balloons. That dude was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that gets a rose. Rachel McAdams gets a rose. Isla Fisher, rose. Vince Vaughn absolutely carries this movie. The oh, man yeah. is so funny in every scene. But three roses for Vince Vaughn, all right? And then 
I also want to give a rose to not necessarily Christopher Walken in general in the whole movie, but particularly for you tell that mean ocean. <laughs> I can't get over it. a sailor. Just like every like that <laughs> him at the party. Him at the parties where it's at. That's he's just so fun. You know, it's hard not to be uh into uh Christopher Walken's delivery on a lot of stuff, but he's just kind of tapers off at a certain point. So I'm just like, all right, that's fine. That's okay. Um, but those are my 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 roses, my thorns, obviously. You don't like sack. You're not supposed to like sack. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of how it goes, buddy. Like <laughs> what are you, you going to do? That oh, the villain gets a rose. Shocker. I'm not shocked by that at all, right? Yeah. Uh the a, a rose uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The villain gets a thorn, a thorn to that, a thorn to let me see here, a thorn. Man, I think a thorn to the fact that this is still very much like a. Oh, boy, it's not an easy watch this time like this, you know, it's like this year watching it being like, ah, they are kind of fucked like this is kind of fucked up. Um, So uh, I guess a thorn comes down to that. I'd say. Man, I don't know how many thorns I can give out on this movie. I just like a lot of this movie. A thorn to the the bad guys of the movie. A thorn to those guys. A thorn to Owen Wilson. And you know what? I also thorn for Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell was not great in this. I did he was not. A piece of shit. He, yeah. yeah, he was a piece of shit. But he was also just like, was he? He wasn't even that great in it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, he was yeah. there for the outland. He was there to add to the outlandish. Right. True. I think that's, that's where the part where you like this, that scene could have been saved and we could have wrapped this up 15 minutes earlier. Yeah, but yeah. then you don't get you don't get the uh, realization from old Wilson that, oh, we've been fucked this whole time. Oh, no, I've yeah. been, I, I should have just, uh, you True. know. Yeah, so that's what we miss out on if we don't get that. But um, all said and done, this movie is a great time. I really love, I enjoy this movie a lot. I think this movie yeah. is really fun. You know, just like how the main characters had an arc in this film, I had an arc with my relationship with this film over the course of this podcast. Christopher. You son of a... Yeah, you, you, had, a, you had an arc. arc? You had a little arc there, buddy? Listen... listen. <laughs> Listen, I just I didn't give it a chance, just like how uh, Rachel McAdams did not give Owen Wilson a chance. What do you mean she she's giving him she's it's ha, that's how the movie ends, my guy. Just let me let me let me let me do this. <laughs> let me do this. <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of the episode. How do you guys mm-hmm. feel? You guys feel like we touched on everything we wanted to talk about? Yeah, I feel like it. I mean, I think we broke down the scenes pretty well and we converted a denier into a believer so mm-hmm. and that i you am know extremely what? happy i i'm with it i think uh i think we did a great job on this episode welcome back to us this will be out tomorrow make sure you follow all of us on instagram and twitter mm-hmm. like we mentioned off the top uh thank you so much for tuning in we love you very very much have a great day or night or whatever because we don't know when it is this is your life 
All right. Thank y'all for having me. Of course, of man. Course. Thanks for doing the show. You're a lot of fun. And make sure to follow Byron. Make sure if you're in the mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas area, if you're in Texas, Austin, Texas, all over Texas, be sure to check out Byron Austin in your town. And yeah, that's it for Dallas us, everybody. Tonight, I'll be at Dallas Comedy Club opening up for Tricks. He is hilarious. Oh, I know Tricks. Yeah, he's ridiculously funny. So, all right. Well, we uh, we got any last words, parting thoughts? Actually, me. yes. What's that? What's the word? Oh, fuck right off. Oh, What's shut up. Got your fucking mouth. Now <laughs> it's time. What did I miss? For Bachelor <laughs> News. This is oh. Bachelor News song that he does. That's right. You thought I didn't have any Bachelor News. Y'all sat out here thinking that I, I was just going to go along with what Mike was saying, where there's nothing that I could have said. But in fact, I... Uh-huh. Do. Uh-huh. Um, I have you, so much news. You have for you. you have bachelor news for us? Yes. Uh uh-huh. Kenny and Mari from The Bachelor in Paradise season got, got married. married. Yeah, okay. So um, you do have a little news. That's Chris right. Harrison got married. Got married. Yeah. Um to I think one of Kyle Ayers' exes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and then Blake got married to G G and Anna uh, from Love is Blind. So there oh, is. News. Oh, no, they didn't get married. They're having a baby. Um, I don't care about them. What? Anyways, Why? that's it. I just wanted to ruin your day. <laughs> well, success, bro. Success. <laughs> that does it for us. That We didn't get a rose. Tune in. Next time, I don't even know when we're gonna have another episode of this. We've got some lined up, scheduling's mm-hmm. crazy, but uh, we'll be back with another movie. We're gonna make we got happen. some in the pipeline. We've got what do we got in the pipeline? We got some coming up. We got Forgetting Sarah Marshall on the docket, Fever Pitch, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, The Big Sick, Moonstruck. We've got a bunch of movies to talk about, and it's all coming up at some point or another. Here on We Didn't Get a Rose, just keep an eye on the feed. Have yourselves a wonderful day, night, or time, eternal time in the void. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Yes, I realized I said all that, and then I said good night, everybody. I realized that. (laughs) I caught that. You don't have to worry about me not knowing that. (laughs) 